Are we on air? Yeah. We're recording. Okay. Are you having the homebrew already? That's some ASMR for everyone who's listening. (laughs) No, it's the regular one. Um, What's one thing you hate about Norway, Seamus? Well, yeah, I was thinking about this. I think I both love and hate the same thing, which is topical this week, which is Easter. Oh, I thought you were going to say Vimonopula, which is also topical, but go on. No, I just hate that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah, you're right. The brainwashing is like definitely kicking in with the Vimonopula. No, but with Easter, it's like... I obviously appreciate being off. Did you know that Easter in Norway is the longest Easter holiday in the world? <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, because in, like, for example, in the UK, we would get Friday and Monday. Mm-hmm. I live in the UK to anyone, any of our fans who are not familiar with me, I'm not from the UK. If you're a true fan, you would know that. Yeah. But <laughs> if you are if you didn't know that, get back to studying. We have a Wikipedia page. Um <laughs> No, we don't. Maximus is writing it right now. That's Indigo's cat. Um, Again, if you didn't know that, you're not a true fan. <laughs> yeah, it's on the Wikipedia page that he's writing right now. Um, no, yeah. So, yeah, in the UK, we get Friday, Monday. And then in Ireland, you just get Monday. And here you get Thursday, Friday, Monday. That's crazy. And I'm presuming, what do you get in the US? Like Nothing. <laughs> really? Yeah, nothing. Oh you don't get God. any days off. Yeah. I suppose it's like the US is very, what, separation of like church and state vibes. And always has been. So wouldn't yeah, be celebrating. Well, and also we have spring break, but that's a different vibe. And it's also like sometimes it overlaps with Easter and sometimes it doesn't. It's very complicated. But you get bank holiday. Mm, at Easter? No. Nothing. No, but uh, for a spring break. Oh, no, no, no. That's just like a school thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. God. This... But so why do you hate Easter? Okay, sorry. Yeah. Because so... I can see why you love it. Well, but... I don't know. Like just the shop, everything is shut. And as you know, so on Wednesday, I didn't remember to go to the shop to buy anything. Thursday yeah, and you around. gave out to me about it. Yeah. You I wrote to my, so I actually wrote to my colleagues and was like, reminder that it is your responsibility as Norwegians <laughs> who know a foreigner to remind them <laughs> oh that they God. need to buy stuff on a Wednesday. And actually, I met up with Sabrina, shout out to Sabrina, my other colleague, and she said somebody actually did write it in our like work slack on Wednesday oh. and like alert to all the foreigners because he was a foreigner but he's been here for like 10 years so like obviously he knows the ropes but yeah I did not like that I just like felt like yesterday this is feeling of like I mean it's now different being in the city because there's actually quite a lot of people here but uh I live out in the suburbs at the moment where like every single person is in their cabin mm. except for us me and Alex and it's just like it just felt so desolate and just lonely there was like no one around and you can't do anything yeah. you can't buy anything so it was just sort of like this feeling of like horrible like FOMO because like you know that all the Norwegians are like having a stunning time like skiing with like a kite up in the mountains in this like beautiful snow like weather mm. and then we're just like sitting there but then actually I got out and I went walking and I was having a lovely time so then I'm kind of like well actually it is great to have time off but it's sort of like it takes getting used to mm. Especially for a workaholic like you. (laughs) Well, my, I think my thing that I love about Norway this week is probably, probably also Easter because I I am not used to having such a long Easter break. So it's always like a pleasant surprise as an American. But the thing I hate is actually also relevant to Easter and hit the cabins, uh, which is all of these people who refuse to get their vaccines this week because they wanted to go to their fucking hitta. In fairness, though, I was annoyed about that. But then when I saw the desolation in Badham yesterday, I was like, 
it's practical, I suppose. Like, and I suppose anything I in relation- you're on their side. No, but like, I was just like, okay, yes, from an outsider's perspective, it's like, come on people. Like, is your Hitha tour like really that important that you would skip getting your vaccine for it? But then when I was like, okay, there is, like, honestly, there was not one car in the road. Like, it was But that's like, also because you live in such a rich area. Yeah. But I suppose, like, if you're, if coming from a, from a very pragmatic public health perspective, mm. you have, you can't moralize. You have to just, like, it was like, okay, they, remember, like, I, there's a lot of, like, um, parallels with, like, the AIDS crisis, like, and the coronavirus thing. It's like, you can moralize to people all you want. And that's what they did at the beginning of the AIDS crisis. They were like, don't have sex. Like... You just need to do abstinence. And then they were like, no, fuck, actually. You need to, like, live with how... You need to adapt to how people actually behave. And I feel like, okay... Are you comparing AIDS-stricken <laughs> gays of the, like, 80s to the no, rich people who live in battle? That's not the comparison I'm drawing. <laughs> the comparison I'm drawing is, like, you need to be realistic about how no, people I, are going to yeah, behave. that's true. That's true, that's and true. So, and so... in order I mean, to... that's true. I just still hate them. <laughs> yeah, fair. I mean, the thing is, they said that, oh, we actually finished all the vaccines that we were going to do that week, Monday through Wednesday. And that what's constraining them now is the supply as opposed to their ability to actually do it. I don't know. For anyone listening to me opening this beer, it's a beer that Seamus actually... Oh, yeah, my homebrew. ...brewed himself. So it's only... It's meant to be in the bottle for two weeks to get to, like, full carbonation. Um, so actually, though, it's pretty fizzy. Yeah, it looks good. But it should be in there for another week to get to full fizziness. Mm. So good. Sorry, isn't that delicious? Yeah, it's great and economical. That is such a life hack. One euro mm. per beer. That's a top tip for any foreigners listening to this. Yeah, start brewing yourself. The startup cost is kind of pricey because you've got to buy like the bucket and like all this equipment and stuff for it. Mm. But um, it's once it. you do that, yeah. then you're like your fixed costs over your... Mm. will like be diluted the more times you make the beer you know there is a reason that norway has so much home brewing and it's money yeah um should we talk about why we came to norway or no we're gonna talk about our impressions of yeah, Nor yeah. norway well, before we came here. i suppose like and i was thinking about this because i was thinking you know you listen to like so many lame podcasts and like at the beginning of the podcast they tell you like hey you're listening to xyz podcast the podcast where we i don't know smell our own farts and it's just like <laughs> i know i searched that on spotify that's why i'm listening to this podcast and it's like, <laughs> but maybe we should give a bit of an intro yeah like um a voice intro so it's like indigo and i are foreigners we're living in norway we thought it would be fun to have a podcast where we like talk about weird things about norway that as a foreigner you're a bit like whoa what the hell or whatever we thought as the first episode, we would talk about like, well, what did we think about Norway before we came to Norway? Like, mm. what were our preconceptions and so on? Mm -hmm. And also, how did we end up here? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. Um, so, like, I grew up thinking I was Norwegian. I don't know if I've told you this. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm by the way, for everyone who's not tuning in on the video cam <laughs> um, that's uh that's extra you have to pay extra <laughs> yeah go that. on our patreon yeah and uh, the beers that i brewed the beer caps that i bought have norwegian flag bottle caps they're so cute because i was thinking like sitnamai is coming up 17th may the national holiday oh we'll have to cover that of course yeah um and so yeah so we're, we're looking very norwegian and patriotic right mm. now 
Yeah, so I did think I was Norwegian because um, the thing is that my mom had been an exchange student in Norway yeah. in high school and then in college. And she speaks Norwegian and loves Norway. And so, like, growing up, we would, she would make, like, kransakake mm. and, like, um, rice porridge for Lelulaften, little mm. Christmas Eve. And um, she would, like, read me books in Norwegian about, like, the Sami people in Norway. And so I was just like, oh, clearly I'm Norwegian, like, as a small right. child. And then... I don't remember when, you know, I was disillusioned about this. But you looked like, at your passport one day when you were going <laughs> Well, no, I mean, like, you know, all Americans are like, oh, I'm like this. I'm, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. Irish. I'm whatever. And it's so I was just like, well, I'm I must be partly Norwegian. Yeah, yeah. Lies. But you're actually Polish or something, right? Yeah, we're like Polish, English, Czechoslovakian, like everything. I don't okay. know. Um, so anyway, which I also knew. It wasn't like I didn't know that. I wasn't like, oh, we're full, full on Norwegian. But I was just like, we must have some Norwegian. Wrong. Mm. Um, but I always say I'm Norwegian in my heart. And so then when I was in college, I was learning Norwegian, came here as an exchange student. And at first I was like a bit nonplussed about it, to be perfectly honest. I was like, oh, like Norway's nice. Also's fine. But I'll probably not move here again. Mm. And then I don't know. I just like, I just but fell like, in love with Norway. Yeah, because, well, I was thinking about this though and... Because, like, did you... I, well, I was thinking in general, like, what is a kid's conception of, like, other countries? Like, it's not... Mm. I feel like that's... Like, the concept of a nation is something, like, quite complicated. And I, I think, like, I definitely... There was no, like, eureka moment for me when I, like, realized that Norway was a thing. It was just sort of, like... <laughs> you know, it was like... Oh, yeah, because I was trying to think back. Like, what did I think of Norway as a child? And I'm like, I don't really even think I understood about countries like I remember actually one time being a small child and my parents had gone away on holiday and the I remember I was in a crash and the woman was like where have they gone and I was like either America or England I can't remember which obviously like <laughs> if you're in Ireland is like such a completely crazily different thing the two countries you can go on holiday to <laughs> yeah and she was like surely you must remember like which one they've gone to like was it really near like was it a short trip or was it a far trip I was like I'm five. I don't know. Um, yeah, and so I think... That's a good point, actually. Yeah. I think, yeah, with Norway, I was kind of like... I don't think I really... Would Santa have been from Norway, maybe? Oh, that was definitely something my mom told me, was that Santa lived in Norway. Santa was from yeah, Norway. Yeah, because that makes sense, yeah. right? The North Pole. And yeah. I feel like he has kind of a... Above the Arctic Circle. He has like a vibe of... What do the Norwegians have as their Santa? Is it a Santa or it's a Nissa thing? Yeah, they have this whole like Nissa... I don't really understand, to be perfectly honest. Um... Any fans that know, can they please write in? Well, it's weird because I, I feel like there is, like, the Nissa, which is Santa. But then it's also Nissa can be, like, an elf. Yeah, right. So, well, I Well, there's know. Eula Nissa. But yeah. Like, I, think, I think I maybe read something about this and it was like, it used to be that the, Nis the Eula Nissa was this little elf thing. And mm. that's what brought you your presence. But maybe then, as globalization took hold and the Coca-Cola Santa, then they yeah. just, like, okay, they just applied the Yulinissa to, like, that Is man. it a democracy? How do they elect the the main Nissa? I think it's just whoever spends the most money on marketing, which was Coke. Right? Because isn't there that whole thing that, like, Santa wore green before Coca-Cola oh, made really? him wear red? But yeah. I think in Norway it was always red. Really? I don't know. Someone can probably correct us. If only we'd researched this at all. <laughs> <laughs> Research? Welcome to the most unresearched podcast in the history of podcasts. Surely not. I think there's worse. Yeah, probably. Um, no, oh, but... yeah, but going back to your point of like, what, yeah, what did I actually think of Norway? Like, I just had such positive ideas about it because I, my mom had told me so many great stories about living but in wait, Norway. wait, sorry. Why did your mom go to Norway? 
Because she was just like a, a Rotary Exchange student, and that's randomly assigned. So you don't oh. get to pick what country you go to. It's just random. And she was randomly sent to Norway right. in high school to Kristiansand, and she loved it. And like still is in touch with people that she lived with and met then. Yeah, yeah. And um, we met one of them. Yeah. The Turkish lady. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And um, and then she. Yeah, she just, she really liked it. So she came back then for another year. But, like, it was just random the first time. Like, it wasn't a choice that she made. Yeah. I mean, another thing, and then I thought of is, like, I always suppose, as a child, you know about Vikings. Oh, yeah. So we we learned about, like, the Vikings. And, like, they... And I think, as well, this is, like, something that... Like, for example, my friends still write to me and are like, how sweet it. Or, like... (laughs) You know, like, they... So I think, like, okay, a lot of adults are kind of just have a general conception of like, okay, there's these Scandinavian countries somewhere up north and they're all vaguely cold and like rich. But I don't think people necessarily are like, Denmark's this, Norway's this, Finland's this, Sweden's this. I think, and I get that a lot as an Irish person, is like Mm. people not necessarily distinguish between like Ireland, England, Scotland, Wales. It's just like, oh, you all like shout and drink and like drink tea and eat like crisps, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Which is true. <laughs> so I think like, but yeah, the the Viking thing as well was definitely yeah. Some and I remember like learning in geography about like the mountain ranges. Maybe it is like the, the mountain range that goes through Scandinavia is actually then continued in like northern Scotland and oh, and I interestingly in Irish the word for Viking is like the same as the word for that mountain range. Oh, it's kind of old what mid- word is it? Lochlanoch. Wow. Which is also a surname in Ireland. O'Loughlin comes from uh, Lucklanach, which is obviously they, those people were descended like from Vikings or whatever. I actually did not know that. Yeah. yeah, we were very into Vikings as kids. My brother had a really awesome Viking birthday party. My oh, dad really? made like uh, a Viking ship. We had <laughs> we had Viking um, shields that they such, spray painted. Such rich kid vibes. <laughs> <laughs> My dad we had a Viking ship. <laughs> We had, uh, we had sword fights, which probably now looking back at it, I'm like, that seems dangerous, but yeah. You know? Yeah. So it I was think... his birthday. If you want to hit your friends on your birthday. Then... Fine. Yeah. I, so I think like as a child, not much of a conception of Norway mm. beyond like, oh, there are people up in this northerly place who are Vikings and maybe Santa. Currently? <laughs> <laughs> probably i mean yeah like the woman is like are they in america or in england i'm like is it the year 800 ad or is it 2003 i don't know <laughs> um yeah but then i suppose as i moved when you're born my... in norway you have to pick if you're a viking or a santa <laughs> there are two yeah. genders uh, viking loved... or santa yeah i did love santa though but i also remember distinctly learning that santa was not real do you remember that or did you believe in santa as a kid? Yeah. Yeah, of course. But, and then did you learn or did you deduce that he wasn't real? I think I kind of just figured it out. Yeah. Really? I, yeah. I did don't... you have like one lightning bolt? Yeah. Bulb well, I think my critical sk- thinking skills maybe as a child were not great because I remember my... <laughs> well, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I was 12 as well when I know. I'm only... <laughs> no, I probably was. No, I was probably like 11, 10 or 11. But it just took, all it took was my friend saying to me, you know, Santa's not real. And it was like, world came crashing down. And like, obviously, he didn't offer up any evidence or anything. It's just like the statement of the fact was enough to be like, fuck. Yeah, so I have that memory. But I do not remember when I found out that Norway was a country. 
Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, but maybe we should talk about how we, then how we came to be here. I mean, I kind of already I have, said. I but... have more first impressions, though, beyond being a child. Oh. Like, because obviously then as I got older, I, I learned more about it, and I understood that it was a country and so on and so forth. Um, I actually remember I met a Norwegian when I was working in London who was really drunk and she was really good crack. She was a, I think she was a, um, medical student and it was like the first Norwegian that I'd ever met. And we met like on a tube and we were or no, on a tube platform and we were chatting and she was telling me how like, oh, the minimum wage in Norway is 14 pounds. She wasn't like bragging, but I was just asking her like, oh, like how much do you get paid in Norway? Cause we were talking about how expensive it was. Actually, that was an impression that I had in Norway. Expensive. Very yeah. expensive before I came here. Um, or came to live here. Yeah, highly expensive. And I also remember on that same, at that same time, a man, I got his arms stuck out the train window and his suitcase was just carrying, standing there. And then the train started going. And then this like hysterical American drunk woman started like running alongside the train and like bashing on the window. And then the train stopped. We were shook. I was like to my Norwegian doctor friend, I was like, Bitch, you were going to have to, like, give him CPR if, like, that woman... <laughs> what do you mean CPR if he lost his arm? Like... I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bandage <laughs> it up. <laughs> need a tourniquet. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, sorry, this is a total sidebar, but I love a sidebar. Um, uh, speaking of tourniquets, when I had to do first aid at work, or, like, it was an option to do first aid yeah. at, at work here, because a lot of people do field work to, like, actually dangerous places. Mm-hmm. I do not, because I don't do field work. But I was like, oh, but it's useful, but no first aid, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, But a lot of it was like, if there's a bomb or like if you get kidnapped or like kind of crazy stuff that you would have happen in some places, yeah. but not, you know, in our everyday lives, thank God, in Norway. But one of the scenarios was like, um, somebody was his, hurt. His arm chopped Well, off no, actually though, because it was like somebody gets hurt and then so you like walk in and you have to figure out what to do and you don't know like what's wrong with them. And my friend- His arm is- in the corner and he's standing there what has happened no but so my friend was the one playing the victim and she had like a wound on her arm yeah. and she's telling me like oh it hurts blah, blah, blah. and i'm like okay i'm gonna tourniquet your arm and i did theoretically not actually yeah and then afterward the, the woman running the course was like you did not have to do that and now she lost her arm because of you what and, like why because i wasn't supposed to i was supposed to apply pressure i wasn't supposed to, supposed to put a tourniquet what's on it. tourniquet that's when you, like, tie something around somebody's arm to, like, stop the blood flow. Stop. Because, like, that's what you would do if he lost his arm, right? Oh, and so, why did like, you do that? Because I thought that it was bleeding really bad, and oh. I thought she was going to die. <laughs> but then I was told that I was completely wrong, so... Fucking hell. Oh, my God, I know. Thank God you did that course. Yeah, I know! <laughs> Actually, Indigo's cat, Maximus, scratched me the other day. And I and... put a tourniquet on it. <laughs> yeah. And yes, I, now I haven't learned my lesson. No, in fairness, you have obviously learned your lesson. God, I'm just looking at my arm now, and I'm so pale. Oh yeah, that is that is another thing that I dislike about mm. Norway: the cold, freezing, long winter with no sun. The darkness, yeah. Yeah. Oh god. But um, but yeah, I know. But like, what then? What were your impressions? Because you must have come here, and did you visit here before you lived here? Yeah. So I only visited once, and it was um when I was like twelve. Okay. And my, you're going to laugh at me, but this is when my family was living in India and we wanted to go skiing. Right. <laughs> so we went on spring break to Sweden, but then we drove 
to Norway oh. because my mom was like, oh, well, we're so close to Norway. Like, I want to go to Norway because I love Norway. Yeah, yeah. So then we went to Norway and skied in Norway. And we were in Narvik, which is like <gasps> super far north. Oh my God. I've been to Norway. It's the so first nice. time I went to Norway, <gasps> the first place I was ever in Norway was Narvik. That's crazy. Is that the same for you? Yeah. Sorry. <gasps> Psychic twin connection mm. deepens. That's crazy though, actually. Why were you in Narvik? Well, finish your story okay. and I'll tell you my story. No, but yeah, it was basically, we just drove there and we went skiing. It was really nice. And like, I just remember that was a great trip. And, um, and we had Sulu, which is like the Norwegian, typical yeah. Norwegian soda. My mom taught us some Norwegian. We saw the Northern Lights. It was just like a really nice trip. That's amazing. Yeah. Wait, are the Northern Lights? What, when were you there skiing? Probably like, I don't know, maybe, maybe March or maybe February. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I... I went interrating with a load of my friends, or with two um, of my good friends, both yeah. called Kate, in 2011. <laughs> so, yeah, at this stage, I'd grown up. I understood what nation states were. Incredible. You I, knew there were more than two countries. I still believed in Santa. No. <laughs> I was 21 years old. I still <laughs> believed in Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I actually, so we were planning this summer trip, and I remember I was reading, I was on some other trip, and I was reading the, like, airplane magazine and it was like why you need to go to scandinavia and like how beautiful it is and blah blah blah, blah. and everyone always on their like interrating trips would do like the typical like berlin prague krakow vienna Paris. i don't know where people would go i've always been a contrarian my whole life so i was like i want to go somewhere weird so then we <laughs> flew to helsinki and then we interrailed all the way to the most very northerly point that you can interrail to which is Narvik. Oh, inside the Arctic Circle and then we interrailed down into Norway to Sweden and then on yeah yeah and oh my god I, I yeah I definitely understood that Norway was disgusting and expensive and actually no also another thing I definitely knew about Norway was that it was like beautiful nature mm. like gorgeous fjords wilderness and stuff yeah. um, because I remember actually when we went on that trip we were anticipating how expensive it was going to be and we got the ferry from Helsinki, like the day ferry to Tallinn, stocked up on like 80% vodka in like plastic bottles that was called taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Call this bitch a taxi. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, don't, please don't drive. <laughs> yeah. And then we had a trolley that we carried all this stuff. So we literally like did not buy any alcohol we even like sh like stocked up on like dry groceries and stuff before we came to Norway because we were like so terrified about how expensive it was going to be. And to be honest, you were right. It was worse than what we thought. Yeah. Like we arrived in Narvik. Narvik was okay because we were kind of like still having our dried food and stuff that we bought in Finland. We had our vodka. That vodka was fucked up though. Like literally, you'd pour yourself. And actually, I remember then what became the like expensive thing in Norway was like mixers. <laughs> Like, literally, I remember, like, thinking, oh, my God, we can't afford Fanta. Like, we need to, like, buy a small bottle of Fanta and just, like, drink really strong drinks because, like, we can't afford to, like, drink too much Fanta because it was, like, five euro for, like, a liter where we would be used to, oh like, a euro or something. Um, But anyway, yeah, then we would, like, so we would pour our glass of Fanta that we'd be, like, oh, my God, this glass is worth, like, two euro. You cannot waste it. So we'd, like, tip in a tiny bit of our 80% vodka. And then it would be like, we'd taste it and it'd be like, hmm, I can't really taste the vodka in it. It's like, tastes okay. And then like pour the next like tiny bit in and it would just like immediately turn into like disgusting poison. <laughs> but then we would have to drink anyway. And then we would just like shit our pants and then like, pass out. But it was a great trip. <laughs> God. 
That actually reminds me of this Norwegian drink. I can't remember what it's called, but um, I've only heard of it. I've never actually had it. I'm sure you would love it. But you basically get like moonshine. Mm. You, like, you're supposed to make it with moonshine in Norway. And then you put a, a coin in the bottom of your cup. Yeah. Like a coffee cup, a mug. And then you put um, you put coffee until you can't see the coin. And then you add the moonshine until yeah. you can see it again. And then I think you're supposed to do coffee again. And it, like, it sounds... What's that called again? I don't know. It's like... I can't remember. We have to ask Sigurd. Yeah, but wait, what are they... What's the Norwegian moonshine called in Norwegian? Oh, is it like Koshk or something? Koshk, yeah. All the Norwegians are going to yell at us. Yeah, sorry. I mean, I haven't even been here a year. How long have you been living here? Oh my god, I don't know. You claim to be Norwegian, and yet you don't even know. I do not! Um, sorry, I'm just opening another little home. I'll look it up here. right now. Oh no, sorry, the the drink is called Koshk. Oh right, okay. But then what's the moonshine called? I mean moonshine is just moonshine, right? Oh yeah, my brent. Yeah, my brent, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because when I was in Fin so on that same trip in Finland, we we went couch surfing in Helsinki as our first one. And we ended up staying with like these insane group of like artists and stuff that were so fun and weird. And they like one of the nights they did this like wrestling party where they all got dressed up as like wrestling characters, <laughs> but they also had like fermented and slash distilled and who knows what to the Finnish version of Yemabrent, moonshine, pochin as we call it in Ireland, and in Finnish that's called literally kill you, <laughs> or it's like kill you. But we were like, this kill you is gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> And it was so rank. And what would they, they would mix it with was like, they had this like cola, like um, cordial, you oh. know, like concentrated cola. And then they would pour the like kiwi in and then like a bit of water. And we were drinking out of these like plastic cups. I remember it was just like so revolting. Don't you love going to other countries and tasting their terrible, terrible, like alcoholic drinks that teenagers drink? Yeah. Like, I did that last summer when I went to Denmark. I'm trying to think, what disgusting drinks do we have in Ireland when we're teenagers? Well, we just kind of, like, well, our traditional drink would be is buy a bottle of Fanta, then buy a nagging of vodka, which is 200 milliliters glass bottle of vodka, drink enough out of the Fanta bottle until you can kind of start filling in, fitting in your nagging, pour it in, <laughs> start drinking it. It's super strong. And then as you get, drink it more, then you kind of, like, get more drunk, and so then you can, like, pour more. Oh, no, it's not that strong in the beginning. Then as you're drinking more, you're pouring more in, and then you're, yeah. When I when I smell the smell of like Fanta and vodka, I just like I'm immediately transported back to like being drunk on a bus when I'm 16. It's beautiful. God. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, definitely expensive, beautiful. Oh, Midnight Sun. I remember. Actually, I remember sitting there with this bottle of Fanta in Narvik, looking out, and it was like two in the morning, and this like amazing mm, yeah. sun was there, and just being. Like, that is something, I suppose, if you've never experienced that, it's, like, so enticing and, like, such a crazy draw of, like, yeah. the sun shines at night and it's, like, such madness. And I've actually never seen the Northern Lights, even though I've oh, lived yeah. here for a year. So maybe next winter yeah, I can try that. If coronavirus ever goes away, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> such a cliffhanger. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so then... I moved here, yeah, because I was an exchange student. But then I met my... But sorry, you, did you apply to specifically here because your mom had done it? Yeah, because I was just doing Norwegian, like, for fun in college. Because I already knew German, and Norwegian was so easy. And yeah. then 
But yeah, because my mom had lived here and I knew she right, loved right, it so much. I was like, yeah, I'll just learn some Norwegian. And then I was like, oh, I want to be an exchange student. I was going to go to London because I like London. But then you're looking at me like, how dare you? I know how you I feel. I lived there for six years. Maybe yeah, we would have met left. earlier. Well, no. This was, because this was, no, actually you would have been living there then. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so then probably I... probably wouldn't have crossed paths though. London is just so big. I know, it's massive. Um, then I was like, but I'm already learning Norwegian, so I should just go to Norway. Yeah. To learn Norwegian. Live there, whatever. And then when I was here, as you know, I met Sigurd, my now husband. And yes. I tried to actually transfer to the University of Oslo, but they wouldn't have me. So I had to go back to the US, finish my degree. Why wouldn't they have you? It was just like this whole complicated bureaucratic nonsense. Okay. Yeah, you know Norwegian bureaucracy. That's that's the official line. <laughs> <laughs> Check my secret blog for the real story. <laughs> Check our Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then under the controversy section. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, though. I have told you about when I was deported. Oh my god, so yeah. That can be it. That can be My least favorite thing about Norway, they deported me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, uh, you know, you're yeah. married to one of them now, so Yeah. Try your best next I time. I mean, please don't. No, yeah. Don't. <laughs> UDI <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> Which they definitely are. UDI is gonna be our biggest fans. Um That's the immigration authority or Yeah. Yeah. Utlendingsdirektorat something or is it just that i don't even know i can't even bother to learn their name um yeah so then i came back did my master's got a job got married got a cat that's it and here we are now we're brewing our own beer yeah so i met alex in london when i lived there and alex my boyfriend is half norwegian so actually in fairness i had then then my knowledge and my i learned of the rich culture and history and heritage of norway through his family Mm. because his mother is norwegian uh and we would come here quite a bit to his family's cabin in Gul, which i can now only say i that is i think one of the most difficult words for an english speaker to say unless you say it as like ghoul yeah yeah. but then i always just think of gowl which to to the dublin or irish listeners you know what that means you know what gowl means does it mean pussy? <laughs> I was about to say similar to ghee. <laughs> so yes? Yes, you know what ghee is. Come no, I don't know. No, well, you know, you said similar. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. No, the same. Exactly the same thing. <laughs> maybe they turned into... No, ghee is very Dublin, actually. And gowl is maybe more like West Coast, I think. Oh. I think. Fans, submit your comments on what you think about that. Controversies. <laughs> but anyway, the cabin in Ghoul. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I learned more about it. And like, I, I think one of the, I think, most strongest impressions that I had about Norway was just like the amazing nature yeah. of the country of like this vast, expansive, like wildernesses. I think like if you look at a map of like wildernesses in Europe, like basically the only place that has true wilderness is like Norway, maybe like Finland and stuff. And probably because, like, it's so mountainous and barren that you just, like, can't yeah. grow or build anything on it. And I think, I remember, actually, on that same trip from Narvik, then we got, like, a ferry or something to Buda. And then from Buda got, like, a night train to Trondheim, maybe? Would that have been a night train? It took... uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But I just remember on being on this train for so long and looking out the window and being like, there is no one in this country. <laughs> like, it's just, like rushing rapids of rivers and like 
scary looking forests that probably have wolves living in them and like insane mountains and fjords and just being like wow because Ireland obviously you can drive from one side to the other in like two or three hours and mm. you're going to see like bungalows along the way yeah whereas like Norway is just like wow it's so empty yeah and then like when we were up at the cabin just this feeling of like when you drive up the mountains and then you're just up in this like I suppose like a mountain plateau just like wow it's so flat and there's just like nothing here yeah that's Except true that goats. does that that does make like a pretty big impression i think as but a you're you're from the pacific northwest as well so maybe that to you is more normal but like if you're from probably most europeans are not used to that kind of level of just like wilderness expanse and stuff like that yeah that's true i mean we do we have like similar landscapes in washington um mm. which is also why i think i feel a bit at home here but like it is still pretty impressive when you're on like the train from I don't know, Oslo to Bergen or something. Yeah. And yeah, you're going like across Hardangvidda. Yeah. It's so pretty. And Actually, empty. that's another thing. So I used to work for a little known company that's based in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Topless pics of JessBezos.com. <laughs> <laughs> you might have heard from of us. It's surprisingly popular. Um, <laughs> no, but I remember when I was in Seattle, I went to, what's the like Norwegian neighborhood? Oh, um uh not fremont sorry in the northwest um, oh my god bell <laughs> yeah no, ballard, ballard ballard i was like naming every neighbor i was like wallingford fremont belltown yeah. like god yeah tacoma <laughs> <laughs> london sorry Paris, milan <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. the first and only time tacoma's been mentioned in the same breath as london Paris, milan. oh my god yeah. sorry tacoma no but um i remember going up to ballard and being amazed that they've like there obviously is like some norwegian connection up there right but they've super embraced it and there's like a bar called like school and they have like a they have like a norwegian museum up there or something oh yeah it's super norwegian there apparently they have the second biggest 17th of may parade in the world really the biggest is awesome the second biggest is ballard but i mean is that that impressive well having now moved to norway no but <laughs> no but as in like for example the biggest st patrick's day parade is in new york or Boston. So, yeah. like, even our own one is not as big as, like, the yeah. American the American one. But you know Americans love Ireland. True. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a... So, you know uh, Mountain Time or whatever that, like, cringy Irish movie? Yeah. There's a new one. And it looks so... It's very, like, Emily in Paris, except it's, like, Emily in Chronicilty vibes. <laughs> of, like, this gal who... She, like, is um, trying to become a, like, professional violinist, but she just, like, doesn't have the passion. I saw the trailer for that. I so, think I, I thought I said oh, it maybe to you. you did. did yeah. I? I don't, well, I don't know. Maybe I didn't. I thought of it. We you, need though. to sit down and watch all of these, like, cringe Irish oh, movies God. at some point. I love that. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, sorry. So, Alex, obviously, half Norwegian. How did I end up here? I don't know. I, I mean, I just wanted to leave London. Uh, I'd always been attracted to Scandinavia. Obviously, I did my, like, interrating there. I then loved it. I think I love the, like, nature vibes. And then I was just applying to a few jobs around the Europe. Um, <laughs> when we were in a taxi one time in LA, the taxi driver referred to Europe as the Europe. <laughs> we were like, no, sweetie. <laughs> maybe he meant the EU? <laughs> yeah, maybe. He was confused. Like, <laughs> Either way. Yeah, but then... Um, yeah, then I got a job here and I moved here. And that was it. And the rest is history. The rest is history. Except that you threaten to leave like every few weeks. Well, yeah. <laughs> when you have to stand in line for Airbnb Monopoly. 
Yeah. Or you forget to buy beer. Or there's a lot of like all the all the all the reasons that you're listing sound like something that would have been happening in the USSR. <laughs> <laughs> I must stand in line for meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I mean, like, you did though today. You I know. Did. I know. God. Yeah. Um, I feel like to to round us off. Maybe yeah. we should, because there will probably be, of the five listeners that we're going to get, yeah. several of them will be foreigners. Yes. So I was thinking that we should give, like, a tip every episode. Yeah, about tips. Yeah, like... Well, Easter tip. Put a fucking reminder in your phone right now. Honestly, take your phone out right now. I know you Go did. to next Wednesday. Next no. Wednesday. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. No. Go to next... Ash next Wednesday year, or whatever yeah, it is and just put a reminder in and be like buy food and drink today because otherwise Thursday Friday is going to come and you're going to have nothing and you're going to feel desolation I mean even better put it for like the week before because then you won't have to stand in line with everyone who forgot yeah that's true mm. I mean that's the annoying thing though I realized Google map Google calendar doesn't have a way to like set a yearly reminder on Easter every year because Easter is constantly changing and it doesn't have the like functionality. Shout out to Google, sort that out. Discriminate against Christians. Yeah, some of us live in Soviet times still. I mean, to be fair though, the Soviets were atheists, right? So that's true. That life would be better. <laughs> that can be the tagline of our podcast. Life would be better in Soviet Russia. God. Yeah. Um, that's my tip. What's my tip? My tip. I don't even know what I actually no, I do know what my tip is. My tip is make friends with slash marry into a family that has a cabin. Mm, well, I mean the thing is that you can rent cabins and they're not expensive. Well, I know, but it's better if you just know somebody. Maybe. As a I foreigner, it's very important to have a friend who has a cabin. I think you can rent I mean, I've been rent- renting so many cabins and my impression is that Norwegians are always a bit shocked. That you can like yeah. rent, like they're always like, you rented a cat, like on Airbnb. It's like, that's true. Yeah, you can do that. Like, you don't have to own a cabin. Yeah. And they're, they're not expensive. Yeah, you have found some really good ones. And, all, and also, like, they, there's a cabin for everyone's budget. Can't afford yeah. running water? They've got a cabin for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, like, Alex. Can't and I, afford four walls? <laughs> there's one with three. No, yeah. <laughs> you can't afford three walls? <laughs> Um, it's a tarp (laughs) no but Alex and I stayed at one in the summer that was uh, literally no running water no electricity no I remember the woman yelled at you off the road when you tried to go swimming that's what you get for a budget cap (laughs) yeah true no but it's like like, we're trying to wash ourselves (laughs) (laughs) can't you smell me she was like I can't get off my property (laughs) Yeah. Uh, no, but that's true. That's 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 true. That's not a very good tip then. I no, mean, sorry, not to poo poo and shit on your tip. I'm sorry. Because my tip. No, I think the tip is to to don't be shy. Don't think that cabins are just for Norwegians and you have to own one to go to it. Yeah. Like, just rent yeah. a cabin. Yeah. But also, obviously, if you're stingy and you want to get a free cabin trip, then definitely befriend a, ca- a cabin. <laughs> befriend a cabin. <laughs> befriend a cabin. <laughs> but try and make it one with four walls. Those three wall cabins. God, don't get me started. <laughs> All right. My only other tip is enjoy the sun because that's what I've been doing. And it's been so yeah. nice. It is this wet. Sh- weather is kind of treacherous though because it's like when you're in, in the shade, it's freezing because yeah. it's like 10 degrees. But when you're in the sun, it's like mm. boiling. Mm. It feels like it's 20 degrees. So it's 
Yeah. Kind of hard to dress for. But I... Layers. Yeah, well, you know, Norwegians say. Yeah, you taught me about layers. Ingen dårlig vær, bara dårlig klad. Yes. There's no bad weather, only bad clothes. And that will have to be an entire episode on its own because I have things to say. About yeah, that. we have a lot to delve into. A lot. This is just the preamble. What mm. do we think of Norway? Yeah. We're going to have to cover Vimonopole, Pulse, Utepils. Oil. Oil. Cabins, maybe. Definitely cabins. Anyway, people can, can submit their requests via the link on our Wikipedia. <laughs> Do you know how Wikipedia works? No, I'm joking. Or am I? Yeah. <laughs> um, you can just DM us. Yeah. If you're a true fan. AKA one of our friends and family who will be listening to this. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>